welcome to the Sunday morning service. You're listening to the First Century Apostolic Church FCAC Tema Community 5, Ghana. We preach, teach, and live the complete and unadulterated Word of God with genuine miracles, signs, and wonders taking place at every meeting with the Holy Spirit. Our aim is the following the steps of the apostles and disciples of the First Century Church founded by our Lord Jesus Christ. Get ready, therefore, for a powerful encounter with the word and power of God, brought to you by Reverend Dr. V.C.Y. Edwards, the general overseer of FCAC. He is a seasoned man of God who is blessed with a powerful teaching and deliverance ministry. Join us every Sunday at 9 a.m. prompt for our morning church services. Your life will never be the same again. God richly bless you as you join us in the service. Church, and whoever is hearing me this morning, the world has always been, and even so now, more so now, being bombarded. The world is being bombarded with several messages. There are messages all over, religions all over, teachings all over, different, 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 different kinds of teachings and messages. Even in Christendom, different kinds of the way, different types of people are presenting the gospel. Different ways people are doing the work of God. And each one, each claims to be the one that offers hope for men. Any of these claim confidently that their message is the message that offers hope hope for men. Because see, everybody must have hope. You must have hope. You're not just living for today, but even for tomorrow, you must have hope. The day after tomorrow. How much more in the far future or even the near future? Everyone must have hope. Therefore, all these messages from different sources using different books claim to offer that hope for men. But you see, there's only one message that is more needed, whether you believe it or not, whether you accept it or not, whether it is against your message or not. Let it be known to you. Let it be known to us. Church, that in as much that there are many messages, only one can be the truth. You cannot have more than one truth. There's always only one truth, and all the rest are therefore lies. They are deceptions. They are fake, false. So what is this true one? What is this genuine one? This is the genuine, the genuine one is the one that is needed. This is the one that is needed than all the others combined. When you put all the others combined as one, they don't come anywhere near this truth, this genuine one that is needed. It supersedes, it's far above all the others because all the others are nothing, they are nowhere. Therefore, they don't come anywhere near this one. Therefore, this message that offers hope for men 
supersedes all the others. Far above all the others. And therefore, what is this message? Maybe you are in China, you are in Russia, South America somewhere. And hearing me, you are wondering, what is this message? You are saying, tell me, what is this message? It is the message of the word of God. There can be only one God. The message must come from a God. The message must not come from man. If it's to offer hope for man, how can man offer hope for another man? It has to come from a much higher being. So a message must come from God. And there can be only one supreme God. There are many gods. G in small letter. But there's only one supreme God, G in a capital letter. And this is the message of the word of God, capital G. Also known as the gospel of Jesus Christ. The gospel of Jesus Christ. The word of God that we're talking about today offers, this offers the only lasting hope for man. This word of God that I'm talking about today is the only word, the only message that offers genuine, lasting hope for man. And for this reason, and for this reason, God commands us, God who made man, created man in his own image, his own likeness, loves you and loves me so much does not want us to perish, does not want anyone to perish, God therefore commands us, God commands us to preach and to teach this word. And that's a reason Christ, who is God, God himself came, suffered, bled, crucified, buried, but death cannot hold God down. So on the third day, which is today, he rose again. He rose again back to life. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Yesterday, as I prepared this message, I something, some, I started asking myself, something that dropped in my spirit. Said, when Christ, when Jesus rose again, when he came back to life, why didn't he go about preaching again? I mean, he was preaching when they arrested him. And then crucified him now, when he came back to life, it was me. I'll go back and start preaching. Why didn't he go back preaching? But he showed himself to disciples, told them what to do, and then he left. Because he left. He left that business in the hands of men. In your hands and in my hands. It's not only the hands of pastors or elders or deacons and deaconesses. He left it in the hands of every believer. He had finished. He said, it is finished. He had finished his job. Now it is for us, me, you, to continue. And church, may we all continue. Amen. May you also be in a place to continue. Amen. Clap your two hands for Jesus. The believer... Every believer, the minister or servant of God, must therefore commit himself 
or herself to the awesome charge. It's a charge, it's a command, and it is awesome. Awesome charge to preach the word of God and to serve. You minister. Every believer, every minister, everyone who wants to be a servant of God must commit himself or herself to the awesome business. The awesome, in our eyes, is difficult. It's hard, but God is the one who gives the ability. The awesome charge to preach, teach, evangelize, win souls, and serve. Serve. And for that reason, when Christ rose back to life, he didn't go about preaching anymore. He commissioned his followers. Go ye into every nation, make disciples, baptize them, teach them. I'm with you. I've not left you, I'm with you always, even to the end of time. Praise the Lord. Now, verse 1 of our text says, preach the word. Verse 1 of our text, I charge you, therefore, before God and the Lord Jesus Christ, it has a very serious charge. Who will judge the living and the dead at his appearing and his kingdom? I charge you to preach the word. Beloved, and first of all, for the church leaders, the pastors, elders, those of you who are incoming leaders, remember that the eyes of God, the eyes of God, don't forget it, the eyes of God and the eyes of Christ will watch you. The Bible said that all things are naked before him. Nothing is hidden from his sight. Once you accept the office of a pastor, elder, deacon, deaconess, the eyes of God, the eyes of Christ will watch you. Don't forget that. To see, watching for, to see how you go about that office. That office into which you are being you are being inducted, and how you serve. And I believe that God watching you, God will please with you, and God will be nodding His head. God will not be shaking His head, but will be nodding His head. Praise the Lord, because indeed I, I've never I, even when I when I was little, you know, do you know do you know. Um, you know the agama, the, the lizard, agama lizard, the multicolored one, the big one, lizard. Have you seen it shake his head before? It always knows. Even the lizard knows how to say yes. May you also know how to say yes. Praise the Lord. Don't give God a chance to shake his head. But let him always nod and smile and be happy with you. In the name of Jesus. Well, because you see. Christ will judge. Christ will judge. And the message is that Christ's judgment is coming. Believe it or not, judgment is coming. Whether you are here or not, whatever you are, remember that judgment is not what you believe, not what you think, not what someone has told you. It will be different from this. What the word of God says is the reference point. God who will judge God, Christ will judge the living and the dead at his appearing and his kingdom. Judge, Christ will judge. And he will judge the living and the dead. 
Christ will appear. Your message that Christ is coming again. The second coming of Christ. He's not gone forever. He's coming again. That should be your message. And the message of all of us. This Easter, this resurrection day, that should be our message. And Christ will set up his kingdom. What we see now is all passing away. This world is passing away. Everything shall become new. This world is passing away. And if this world does not pass away, at least you will pass away before the world passes away. So it's in the same thing. Which one comes first? If, you, if, you, if, you, if, if the world doesn't pass away before you, I will pass away before this world. But I pray that this world will pass away before me. Praise the Lord. So that I'll be among the living that shall be judged. Clap your two hands for Jesus. So, so it means that as far as you and I are concerned, as far as the world is concerned, when you are 100 years. So it means that the world, the world, for you, the world will be there for only 100 years. After that, judgment. Judgment in the kingdom of God. Make no mistake. Make no mistake. And that shall be our message. That should be our message. Therefore, I said, preach the word, verse 2. Preach the word. Be ready in season and out of season. Convince, rebuke, exhort with all long suffering and teaching. Verse 2. Now, whether conditions are favorable or not, a lot of times they'll be unfavorable. When it comes to the word of God, winning souls, most of the time, conditions are not favorable. Hello? Unfavorable conditions. Preach the word and minister to needs. If you want to wait and the conditions are favorable, you be searching. You never do it. You will never do it. If you want to wait, pastors, elders, deaconesses, if you want to wait for conditions to be everything in place, you cannot do anything. When Christ came, he didn't wait for everything to be in place. He knew he was going to be quivered in Jerusalem. He knew it. But it was necessary. He must shed his blood. And he, but he knew he would rise again on the third day. So he did it. We must do it because we have promises. Hello? Praise the Lord. Clap for Jesus. Now, to do this, one thing you must do as believers and church leaders is you must keep a sense of urgency. I say, I urgent. Emergency. I emergency. And it, the, preaching the word, ministering to needs, it's not something that you do it. Oh, ochna, 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 ochna. Don't be like Peter, praise the Lord. And so it was, or Chambesi Daimibwana. As soon as the rain stops, then that is it. Have a sense of urgency or emergency. Don't have a vulture attitude. Build that nest now. Build it now. Whenever opportunities come, grasp it, seize it. And may God create opportunities for you. 
when God sees that you are eager to do his work, serve, preach, he will create opportunities for you. And when God sees that you are not up to the task, you don't care. In fact, you are lazy. He will give the opportunity to somebody else. To somebody else. So you must grasp or seize opportunities. In fact, you, must, you can even create the opportunities to preach. Create. Just say create. You don't wait for opportunities to come. You create them. And God will help you. You don't wait for God to create opportunities. You create them. And then God will move with you. Clap your hands for Jesus. Be bold to correct and to rebuke. At the same time, be bold. When somebody is misbehaving, don't, don't turn a blind eye or blind ear. No. Don't say, oh, because I want, I want people in the church so somebody is fooling around, saying that you close your eyes to it. You know, be bold to correct, rebuke. Be bold. Correct, rebuke. Where necessary, encourage with great patience and careful instruction and counseling. When necessary, you know, you patiently encourage, you counsel, you know, you, you instruct. But when necessary, you are bold and, you know, you are courageous, rebuke. Preach the word. Verses 3 and 4. For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine. But according to their own desires, because they have itching ears, they will heap up for themselves teachers. People will reject true doctrine. We are seeing it today. Today, people reject true doctrine. I, I wonder why we have only one Bible. That people are doing different things. Churches have different doctrines. Churches, so-called churches, have different doctrines. Because the time has come now when elders, deacons, deacons, people don't want to endure sound doctrine. They don't want to hear the correct thing. They, 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 they want to hear what they want to hear. They want to, they want to be told what they want to hear. They want to be done to them what, what they want to be done to them. No, not by the word of God. That's the error that we are in now. Error that we are in now. They will reject sound teachings. They reject sound preaching. They re <laughs> when you go around Accra, you see these uh, wayside preachers. Wayside preachers. They are like some fell by the wayside. I was working in uh, Accra one day. I was one day. He's always there. He said, but for them, I'm ready. And now, how about for them? But for them, by for but for them, what kind of preaching is that? Is that the word of God? By the whole I was listening to him when a traffic jam, and that's all he was saying. There's this guy also who even was appeared on television. I don't know what it was. Uh, what the guy who said, maybe you're sure swimmer. The mark was sure. They have he has a name what? Above for what? Not above for no. Now this young man, he's not on social media. He said people are looking into his offering bowl. 
Will welcome, they will welcome and gather teachers who will say what they want to hear and allow what they want to do. People now will welcome, they welcome teachers, pastors, so called prophet, doctors, professor, what the titles. The more titles you have and the bigger your robe, your uniform, people flock to you. The longer your beard and your mustache, and you are Moses, hear and allow what they want to do. Sex and immorality happening in churches. And people close their eyes. Church leaders close their eyes to these things, close their ears to these things. Immorality going on in churches. But we are not being inducted to condone this. Be bold to courage. What, what do you mean? Get the person out. If you are left with 10 members, we shall serve the Lord. Amen. Yeah. So, do you agree with me? Yeah. But I'm praying that we have 10,000 members. Yeah. But even if you have 10, we shall still serve the Lord. Praise the Lord. People want recognition and honor. They want to be recognized. And they want to be honored in the house of God. They want power and authority. Power, they want to sit at high places. You know, power and authority. Status and position. They want position. Therefore, they use money and their possessions. Money and their possessions. There are some churches that if you're not a millionaire, they can make you an elder. Unless you're, 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 you're offering, you're offering a two baskets, you're not basket, a two and a two. I know a very, very big church in, in Accra here. The general I went to a branch, a branch, and uh, it was offering time. No, it was tight, tight time. And some, one person gave, that man was a businessman, he gave a tight, and he said, Ah, we'll touch it here. found called branch at the headquarters. So I'll touch and your branch tight. A headquarters brand, a headquarters tight. So he ordered that member to headquarters and made him a pastor. Well, here we are as in Papa. Praise the Lord. Money and possessions. Titles and approval. Titles and approval. Religion and self-righteousness. Good works. People want to buy their way to heaven. Good works. Benevolence and charity. Benevolence and charity. Doing good, 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 good. Meanwhile, inwardly, they are ravenous wolves. Benevolence, charity. But you, verse 5, but you, but you, just say, but you. Leaders say, but I. But you be watchful in all things. 
endure afflictions, do the work of an evangelist, fulfill your ministry. Keep your head in all situations. Don't be influenced by situations. Don't be influenced by personalities. Don't be influenced by anybody. Keep your head. Keep the word of God. Endure hardship. You must endure. Better to persevere in the endurance. Evangelize the world. Evangelize the world. Now, where's evangelize Tema, Bishekam, Accra, Ghana? Evangelize. Fulfill your ministry. That is, discharge all the duties of your ministry. Discharge all the duties of your ministry. Whether you are a deaconess, a pastor, deacon, elder, discharge all the duties. And if you are a church member, believer, you also have a duty to, a part to play, a duty to fulfill. God will look at your work, and then when God, then you recognize your, your effort by giving you an office. You don't, you don't, we don't give you an office if you don't have one. If you have an office, then the church will recognize that office, and then we'll, we'll give you a title for that office. Pastor, or whatever. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Clap your hand for Jesus. <laughs> you know, I, I have this song which personally is a, is a hymn. But I call it I, I call it my personal spiritual song of ministry. And I've had this for years. And now and then, very often, I sing it. I sing it. Some of you may know it. I'll read out the words to you. He said, a charge to keep I have. A God to glorify. A never dying soul to save. And fit it for the sky, for heaven. A charge. Now I have a charge. There's a charge, a command that I have to fulfill. First, a God to glorify. I have to glorify God. A never dying soul. Because our souls don't die. Souls don't die. To save. And then prepare that soul for heaven. To serve the present age. Because when, when, when you leave this, that is it. Serve the present age. My calling to fulfill. I have a calling that I have to fulfill. Oh, may it all my powers engage. May this engage all my powers to do my master's will. To do my master's will. Then, him writer says, arm me with jealous care. Let me be jealous to care for people. Arm me, Lord. Arm me. Give me jealous care. Ask in thy sight to live. And oh, thy servant, Lord, prepare. Prepare me for this. Prepare me, Lord. And he said, a strict account to give. Let the account I have to give you be very strict. Because one day, we shall give an account. He said, Lord, let the account that I will give to you be very, very strict. Very strict. Not one, not one person shall go missing. <laughs> Hello? Help me to watch and pray. And on thyself rely. 
assured, if this trust I betray, assured, and if I betray this trust, I shall forever die. Hey, the says, if I betray this trust, let me die. Let me forever die. So he said, a charge to keep I have a God to glorify. And never die in so safe. And never die so to and faith for the sky. And faith it for the sky. To serve the present age. To serve the present age. My calling to fulfill. To omit all my powers engage. Omit all my powers engage. To do my master's will. Master's will. I'm me with jealous care. I'm me with jealous care. I decide to live. I stay dying. And all the way. And a straight account to give. A straight account to watch me. Help me watch And on thy self life. And on thy self Assured if I my trust betrayed. If my trust betrayed. I shall forever die. Forever. Then those days I said, Amen. Praise the Lord. I, I, if you have, a, I have the, I have this type on my table in my in my house. Now and then I look at it, sing it, and to remind me that I have a charge, and I dare not fail. I dare not fail. I cannot afford to fail. Otherwise, I shall forever die. And I don't want to die. Church, you also don't want to die. Clap your hands for Jesus. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you for joining us for this Sunday morning's Bible study and sermon. We believe you have been blessed by the word. Join us same time next Sunday and have a blessed week.